0: Hello everyone, Hello. my name is Matt Armando and
1: I'm Emily Riggins and
0: this is TBD with Matt and Emily. Hi everyone. Hello,
1: hi, welcome back.
0: Uh, welcome to another episode of this wonderful podcast. Emily, tell the fine folks at home what they've won. <laughs> uh,
1: what have they won? Well, they've won a wonderful experience in their ears for the next mm, hour-ish. Um, this podcast is called TBD true it's about friendship
0: mm-hmm.
1: although that's not reflected in the name
0: we haven't talked about the friendship part in a while yep. but it's true
1: but it's also about tea mm-hmm. that's the tea part in tbd t-e-a b-d
0: if you want to spell it all out you know
1: we are going to be drinking tea this entire time mm-hmm. we're not going to tell you what the tea is right now though no not yet i haven't even had it yet because when i tried to Burned, it your, was hot. Li-
0: burned your little lips <laughs>
1: It burnt my lips and my hands um oh but we also have topics. Mm-hmm. And those are topics are TBD to each other.
0: Yeah. It's a it's a it's a freaking mystery.
1: It's a mystery. It honestly, it was a mystery to us until about mm, 5 minutes ago.
0: Yeah, we did not know what our topics were <laughs> until we just basically started recording.
1: But you don't know what they are either yet, so we're all in a boat together.
0: Yeah. If you're only listening and did not read the description or the title.
1: I hope people don't.
0: You know, it's it's <sighs> That's the,
1: that's the biggest
0: weirdest thing about this podcast is like they, everyone knows coming in if they, if they read it, but like, should we not have titles? Should we just be like, uh, should we name every episode a thing and a thing?
1: But then how would people find us on like
0: like iTunes? Well, I know, right. That's the, that's the catch 22. Yeah. We can't just have a blank space there, you know?
1: Oh, we could. And I'd write my name. Your name?
0: Um, is that the lyrics from the song? Okay, I knew I was saying that as a Taylor Swift reference, but I don't know the lyrics well enough to.
1: It's my, it's my. Mm, this is this is a weird thing to say. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite Taylor Swift song. Although my favorite song, one of my favorite <laughs> songs of all time, is not that song. It's a different Taylor Swift song.
0: Uh, okay. So, blank space, number yep. one Taylor Swift song. Yeah. Number one, one song ever is a different Taylor Swift song that's not blank space. Yes. <sighs> Uh, they
1: occupy different places in my heart
0: how how is this possibly true (laughs) how like how does how does one rank as best taylor swift and the other shouldn't the other one be automatically best taylor swift song
1: well if people are like emily give me one song to understand taylor swift Uh i'd be like you gotta listen to blank space
0: okay that's different yes so what's the other song all too well Mm -hmm. and why is that the best all-time song
1: oh it's just the most well-written and powerful and it's emotional it makes you want you want to sing in a car
0: so if you could only have one song for the don't rest make of your life, me choose
1: don't make me choose
0: I'm gonna hold your feet to the fire on this one you got once you're trapped on a desert island okay oh I don't want to be you get a single CD <laughs> you get a you got you get a a thumb drive that only can fit one mp3 on it <laughs> you get what is it what Blank space and what was the other song
1: uh all too well
0: all too well was that a single
1: uh no it was not Wow She performed it at the Grammys once that was great
0: um, all too well or blank space, only one of them can fit on a thumb, your thumb drive though, which one do you pick?
1: I hate this question. this is I'm actually honestly mad at you about it.
0: you have to pick and you have, I have time, to give a time limit of oh, five I can't
1: just keep four, being mad about it Three.
0: Ah! two oh, one
1: all too well okay i don't like I don't feel good about that choice. it's the right choice, but.
0: Which song is longer? All too well. That's then. That's the right choice because then you don't have to hear it repeated as many times. You get to just enjoy it all the way up. Because um, you'll probably go mad if you have to like only listen to one song or your life.
1: <laughs> on this desert island, am I only listening to this song, or like is it always on in the background? Or uh, no,
0: only when you want to. Okay. Uh, but you can only listen to that one song. So, like, if you're like, I need music right now, that's all. That's it, or you have to make your own music.
1: Oh, and so, I can.
0: And you can, yeah, you can sing any Taylor Swift song you want to yourself. Oh, that's true. Um, but it's like kind of the one you want to hear her singing that mm. you need the most. Okay. Fair rules?
1: <laughs> no, I don't like this desert island.
0: <laughs> I mean, I think this is a fair desert island. It's giving you...
1: What song would you pick? It's
0: giving you the chance to have a song. Okay. Like you otherwise, like a regular deserted island, you get no songs. Yeah. This is a this one's kind of nice by comparison.
1: What song would you have at your desert, deserted island?
0: I get one song. Yeah. By all musicians ever. Yeah. I'm probably gonna go. Um, I'm probably gonna go intergalactic by the Beastie Boys. Well. Wow. Or. Nope. Hmm. You have to pick. Oh no, I will. But I'll, I'm saying my or, or tiny cities made of ashes by Modest Mouse.
1: Which one? Which one? Five.
0: You know, I think I gotta four. go with intergalactic. Even though they're even though they're those are like my two favorite songs to ever happen. Um I just I love Intergalactic. I've listened to that song so many times in my life. Um and it's it was like my first ever favorite song. Or my first favorite song that is still a song I like. <laughs> like when you're a kid, you have lots of favorite songs that you, have, you grow out of them. Intergalactic, still love it. And I was probably twelve when that came out. Eleven. It's in the mid nine, mid to late nineties.
1: I think my first ever favorite song was "Don't Take the Girl" by Tim McGraw, and I don't know if I love that song now, but mm-hmm. I would still listen to it.
0: Uh, my first favorite song, I think, was Metallica's "King Nothing," which eh, is still okay, but it's actually it's like n- probably not even the top ten Metallica songs. <laughs> Uh, but this is before I really knew Metallica. Now I know them. They rock. <laughs> uh, I've never seen them live, though. Wow. They probably do a pretty good show. I would not think so. I don't know.
1: They're probably old now.
0: Um. Yeah, I mean, they're old, but they're not as old as, like, the Rolling Stones or Aerosmith. They're younger than them. Wow. And they're all still touring.
1: <laughs> Older than us. Certainly. Younger than Rolling Stones. Certainly. Wow um yeah
0: and i don't know i don't i don't even go down this path (laughs) emily we're drinking tea today are we and Um, i think maybe it's time for a transition
1: tea talk tea talk tea talk tea talk we're talking tea today
0: we certainly are
1: and listeners i'm gonna tell you what kind of tea we're drinking today (laughs) this is a bigelow tea
0: welcome back bigelow
1: um They've been family tea blenders since
0: 1945.
1: Thank you. Mine ripped through the date. Um, <laughs> this is a jasmine green tea. Indeed, it is. And you know, I'm going to tell you a little bit about this tea. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. A light, aro, a, a light aromatic experience <laughs> with a gentle hint of fresh picked jasmine flowers
0: just so you all know at home we don't read the tea packages beforehand either i
1: was surprised by the spelling of that word i
0: think yeah i think you were just expecting it to be a light aroma of something but it's a light aromatic experience
1: yeah also it's full of healthy antioxidants and it's all natural
0: wow uh and it's you know it's full of uh they put jasmine flowers in these in these that's what it's just green tea with flowers yeah the
1: ingredients are specifically jasmine green tea
0: Mm. wow it's gluten-free it sure is
1: and they hope that we hope our tea delights you well Bigelow family i haven't had it yet so i don't know
0: yeah you should give it a try um i will say that uh jasmine tea is probably my favorite uh go-to tea a lot of places have jasmine tea and i love it um i i don't always order it cuz not everywhere has it and it's you're probably only going to get it... You, you, need, you need to be at like a halfway decent cafe. they are not going to have it at a Starbucks or a Gregory's. They don't
1: have jasmine don't, at I Starbucks? Don't,
0: I don't think they have jasmine at Starbucks. I could be wrong That's about that. That's surprising to me. Their green tea, they have like the mint, minty yeah. green tea there. I don't know. A lot of places do minty green tea and I don't know why because I'm not crazy about it.
1: I have a mint green tea at home right now that I'm drinking because I have to because it's at home. Um, and it's not my favorite experience. I just
0: I I don't I'm not a I like mint when it's in gum and uh mojitos. And then I'm basically done <laughs> with mint.
1: <laughs> oh, I love mojitos.
0: I like gum and I like mojitos. Well, I don't like chocolate mints.
1: Oh, I love Andy's mints.
0: I don't like I mean they I'll take it a, a little thin back. Mints? I don't dislike them, but I also don't really like them either. Uh, I don't like thin mints either. I'd rather have uh well, those uh, samosas, Samoa's.
1: Which the, ones are the those? Coconut. Oh, I don't like ones. coconut.
0: Oh, give them. Oh, those are so good.
1: The texture is, I don't know, coconutty, and I don't like the co- texture of coconut.
0: I love coconut. Um,
1: You're a coconut. nut.
0: I am. That's fair to say. I, I just was, wanted I, to say that. I take that. Uh, and what's the? Uh, what are the other good ones that they make? I just like thin mints, not so crazy about, and the shortbread ones, I'm not so crazy about. Don't they make? They make a peanut butter. I one. like the ones with
1: peanut butter on top
0: peanut butter do they have peanut butter on top and peanut butter
1: or maybe they're inside i don't remember what they're called and i've only had them a few times but
0: peanut butter ones are good the the coconut maybe they're just called like coconut delights or something now they used to have a more complicated name
1: um my favorites are we've had this discussion before my favorites are thin mints they're delicious
0: yeah people love thin mints
1: take a little Mm. nibble off dip them in milk then that chocolate gets all milky
0: yeah i mean me i'm I'm weird with cookies i mean i don't like really i don't really like oreos either People love Oreos. People love Thin Mints.
1: Love Oreos and milk. And Not both Oreos the, by themselves.
0: Both of them are things people love.
1: Do you know what I love? Tea. Tea, but I was going to say Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> I thought
0: you were trying to get me back on topic.
1: Uh, no, I was continuing. And trying to distract being off off topic. Um, this tea mm-hmm. is a jasmine green tea.
0: It is indeed. Um, um well, how do you feel about jasmine green tea generally?
1: I haven't had it too often. I. I would say I generally enjoy it. I don't have it very often. I had one recently that I liked.
0: I know you don't like green tea as much as black tea. Is it better or worse with jasmine? Better. I mean, you have said before that you like a more floral taste to be added, and jasmine is indeed a A floral floral taste. taste.
1: Jinx, buy me a Coke. (laughs) Uh,
0: Although I'm surprised it doesn't say that. It just says light, aromatic experience (laughs) with the gentle hint of fresh-picked jasmine flowers. Nothing about... Uh, flowery taste or floral. I mean, the word flower is there. But yeah, but think... it's not
1: a floral. It's not a flory flor, floral, <laughs> flowery, taste.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: it's an aromatic experience.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'd otherwise say this is, this is a pretty basic tea. I mean, yeah, it's, it's bigelow. It tastes like green tea. It has a, the, that hint of those, uh, jasmine flowers in there. But, uh, you know what? That's good enough for me. Yeah. Tell I mean, you what.
1: I would drink this tea again. Mm. It's good. I'm enjoying my experience. Wow. I would say it is kind of just a, just a straight up tea.
0: Mm-hmm. Not not too much to say, and uh, that I mean maybe maybe that's good. I just ask you the question.
1: Mm, you, you can ask me if you want to. Emily Matthew
0: <laughs> Matthew? Huh? Interesting. <laughs> the whole name.
1: Well, Emily's a whole name. M. Okay. <laughs>
0: T- my right. family
1: mostly calls me M.
0: I've tried to call you nicknames before or I've asked you and you're just like I don't call me that
1: or <laughs> well to be fair it's MLA.
0: <laughs> oh, that's well that's my that's the new one. But in the past uh yeah, so wait, first of all MLA, this is good, right? MLA style. You guys you guys at home follow what I'm saying? It's a way to a way of writing a paper or something. MLA. But you see your it's M in the begin like EM. Yeah i'd say it's i say it's spelled lowercase e uppercase mla <laughs> mla this is a good nickname i think uh emily's only i think she is maybe coming around to it i don't know it's hard to say um
1: what other nicknames have you asked
0: well, M, am fine with i've said i've i've asked you before about like how do you feel about other i've like sh- just been like Riggs, emmy oh, i'm fine with Riggs. uh what about emmy no yes um, no thumbs up thumbs down
1: i was called Emmy pretty much exclusively in college, but I feel like I've outgrown that name. Mm, I hear that. Unless s- Carly calls it to me.
0: Sometimes people like to uh, uh, shed nicknames to show that they've matured.
1: Yeah. But I would accept Riggs. Riggy, I, um. Riggins.
0: I saw. Uh, <laughs> Riggins. Well, that is your name. That really is part of your name. I saw, uh, I went running in the park today.
1: Oh my God. Show off.
0: And I, 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 someone had the t-shirt on that the back of it said Riggers on it. And I realized it was probably the construction term, (laughs) like a rigger, (laughs) oil rigger. I don't know. I was, I don't know what it would be, but I thought of you. There you go. Uh, Okay. M, which one is, which is the best nickname for you? M?
1: Uh, It has to be a personal choice from you.
0: (laughs) MLA. Well, it's going to be that then. (laughs) MLA. And it's not even any shorter. It's actually harder to say. (laughs) You just gotta say your name, but say it like a uh, like Forrest Gump <laughs> might say it, Emily. <laughs> um, do you know what an M dash is? Actually, what brought me down this path in the first place?
1: <laughs> I feel like I've heard the term, and I feel like I should know what it is. I just can't remember.
0: It's like a long hyphen. Oh yeah, I know what that. Is. Um,
1: I would call it a long dash, but
0: uh, you know, oh, I can tell you why it's called an M dash.
1: Does that have something to do with coding?
0: Uh, it's because it's the length of an M, a letter M on oh. a on a uh, keyboard.
1: What a fun fact!
0: And then a shorter dash is an N dash, it's the size of an N.
1: What about an I dash?
0: Is this is what is this?
1: It's just it would just be even shorter. <laughs> oh yeah, I was thinking of the the thinnest letter I, I could yeah, think yeah. of.
0: I is the thinnest for sure. Um, lowercase I, obviously. Um, yeah, it's like a it's it's not really a coding thing, but I guess I know it from. Doing web stuff, because uh you measure things you measure things in you can sometimes you measure things in EMs on a computer, uh, and it's the length of mm-hmm. length of a character. Um yeah. And sometimes I use I also use M-dashes because I like them. It helps you spice up a sentence. Instead of using commas all the time, give an M-dash a try. They're they really make the text pop. Anyways. Proofreading is not my topic today, <laughs> and, really? we're not, and we're not even at topics. Emily, do you find Bigelow's tea, <laughs> their jasmine green tea, to be your cup of tea or not your cup of tea?
1: Matt, thank you so much for asking. It's my cup of tea.
0: Wow. Easy peasy. Easy's peas.
1: <laughs> Peanut butter M&M's
0: m&m's
1: have i told this story to you or slash on the pot at all about how when i was growing up i wanted my nickname to be m&m
0: no but i've heard of a rapper named m&m
1: no it felt differently i like literally wanted m ampersand m mm -hmm. but But then the rapper came around and i couldn't do it His thing
0: sort of comes out of there right because it's it's, his name is marshall mathers yeah m and m but then when you spell it out it's got a bunch of e's in it Mm -hmm. when he made it a name he added all those e's (laughs) yeah and an i in there i think
1: E- E-M-I-N-E-M. Is that how you spell M&M? E-M-I-N-E-M.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. I <sighs> Go ahead, Emily.
1: Matthew. Yes. Would you say that this Bigelow tea that has been blending tea <laughs> since 1945, wow. that they produce this jasmine green tea that we're holding right now. Uh-huh. Would you say that this is your cup of tea? Or not your cup of tea, <laughs> oh,
0: this is my cup of tea.
1: this is just it, 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 its this is just delightful,
0: you know it's just a regular i'd i I'd make this I'd make this all the time if I owned a box of it, but this is the last two packages we have, so <laughs> goodbye forever.
1: <laughs> um, I was going to ask you if this tea delighted you, like they hoped that it did, but you already answered that question.: oh, I think I said delightful. Yeah, didn't you I? did. You literally used the word delightful.
0: I did. Wow, is that marketing working on me? Packaging could use some more M dashes though, if you ask me.
1: (laughs) Grammar of this tea bag, not Matt's cup of
0: tea. Um I just uh, the M-dash, it's it's just misunderstood or not misunderstood, it's just underused, underutilized. Don't overuse it, don't like go crazy, but
1: give it a try. In a five-page paper, Mm -hmm. how often should you use an M dash? Five page double spaced.
0: Once per page. Okay. Um anytime you're trying to make a point, that's sort of also an aside. And on your phone, or my phone at least, if you long hold the regular dash, it pops up with an option for several other dashes. And one of them is the M dash. That's how I've, because I've started using it on like Twitter and stuff. Mm -hmm. Check out my Twitter. Sometimes you'll see me M dash. I'm crazy like that. Next
1: time I see you tweet with an M dash, I'll call it out.
0: Okay. Please do. And just reply.
1: Excellent use of M (laughs) dash. Yeah. (laughs) Bye.
0: Nice M-dash. They named it after me. That's what you should say every time.
1: <laughs> I'll spell it E-M. M-dash.
0: That actually is how you spell it, yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah.
1: But then that's longer than the letter M. Uh,
0: I think it's just to be like the pronunciation of it, maybe.
1: How else would you pronounce letter M?
0: I don't know. I don't know why they did it. Some people probably, I mean, maybe I bet it is just M-dash not spelled out a lot of times. But when you do it in uh, computers, you, you, I think you always spell it out. I don't know i would spell it out if i was asked to if someone okay. if i was asked to write it i would write emd and I sometimes i do <laughs> this is part of my job hey matt Tea talk done
1: t talk <laughs> complete
0: uh mla oh no you have the miniature topic this yes. week what is it
1: um i put so much thought into this um my mini topic is waking up early which is something i hate to do (laughs) well
0: i conversely never do it but love to do it (laughs) we're in opposite spots because you would do it almost every day if
1: i could sleep in past 10 o'clock every single day my life would be so much better
0: i if i didn't have like a real job (laughs) i would agree i think when you have a job like and when I say real job, that I don't mean to insult people who have jobs that they don't have to wake up early for, <laughs> but I feel like if you have anything like nine to five, eight to four, seven mm-hmm. to three, six to two, <laughs> keep going. Um, no, now I'm done because nobody goes to work before six. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know why I said that, but um, what, what was if, the point? You were if right? I just had to, if I just had to work if I worked nights, I would sleep all day and then. I'd sleep till 10 and then get up and like and work or if I worked like after if I worked a cool I think it'd be cool to work like 12 to 8 I think that'd be a cool shift to have <laughs> I've never had it in my life but I think it'd be a cool shift to have
1: um I don't know if that'd be a cool shift to have
0: <laughs> uh I don't like, think
1: it'd be a terrible shift to have but
0: you'd get to sleep in
1: I would get to sleep in
0: what about 11 to 7 is that better yes then you can sleep till 10 the trick there is sleep till 10 and live no more than a half hour from your work. Yes. <laughs> so then, bing, bang, boom. Okay. This is your topic, this and I is feel my like topic. I've talked too much already.
1: <laughs> this is my topic. So I started going back to work recently. Speaking of people with real jobs, summer's over. R.I.P. to the summer.
0: Yeah, and and when this episode comes out, that'll certainly be true.
1: Um. Therefore, <laughs> I'm back at work, and I have had to wake up early for the past. Two weeks, including weekends.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What a nightmare! Um, and I have hated every single second of it. I have to wake up at five, in between five twenty and five forty every single morning. I don't like it. I like to be on the train by six thirty-five, so I can be at work anywhere between seven twenty and seven forty-five. And I I like to sleep, guys. I like to stay up late and I mm. like to sleep in.
0: Now Emily, you picked a job
1: that know. for the
0: rest of your life. I know. You're going to wake up early. Defend this.
1: <laughs> um I can't defend this. Here's the thing. I I do love my job. It's very fun. It's creative. It's silly. You get to be around people. You get to make jokes. Kids laugh at you.
0: <laughs> uh-huh.
1: I just I just think school should start an hour later.
0: An hour later. So then you're still getting up pretty early.
1: Yes, but it's not as bad.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I, do think even like the littlest increments later you wake up in the morning are like so much better. I feel like at some point, or no, when I was in high school, last time I had to really wake up early when I was in high school, <laughs> Um, I would have to wake up pretty early to catch my bus, to like eat breakfast, shower, and catch the bus. I feel like I had to wake up at like, 5 45 i think is when i used to wake up um but on i don't remember why this is the exact arrangement and uh my mom i'm sure can inform me of why we did it this way but on fridays i i didn't i did not have a car in high school i would i had my license but i didn't have a car but on fridays i would drive my mom to work and then drive to school and then i could drive home Uh, So I had a car Fridays. I was cool on Fridays.
1: Not the other days.
0: Not the other days. Certainly not. Um, And not when I was in class, but only when I was in my car. I was cool. Um, And uh, that meant I could sleep in just like slightly more because I wasn't like catching a bus. And those days were so much like other than feeling getting to feel cool and having a car. Just like being able to sleep 15 extra minutes felt so good. So good.
1: I mean... So my current wake-up time is my beginning of the school year time because I try to start out really good because in, within like a month from now, it's definitely going to be like 6.05 and I'm going to have to rush around in the morning and I won't have as much time to get ready because mm-hmm. I'm valuing those extra minutes.
0: It's gold. Yes. You know.
1: Um. Can I tell you a story? Please do. I'm going to take you back to my youth. I like to take everyone back to my youth.
0: I'm picturing it. Little little MLA.
1: Little MLA. Didn't even know what MLA style was yet. <laughs> Um, I have always hated waking up. Mm -hmm. I can remember going to dance class on Saturday mornings and fighting with my mom because I didn't want to wake up. Um, I have, I've always liked to sleep in. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes parents will tell stories about their kids. Like my cousins and stuff will be like, that kid woke me up at 6am. I'm like, why were they awake? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because that's not the life I lived or have ever lived. Uh I like to be in bed.
0: Or want to live.
1: No, I don't want to live that way.
0: I did. I've always loved bed. Bed is great. Ugh, love bed. What a place to be. Ugh. Um.
1: Like, honestly, truly, I said if I could wake up at 10 every single day, I'd, my life would be golden. Mm-hmm. I want to be entirely clear. Left my own devices, I would sleep past noon every single day. And yeah. I don't want to be judged for that. But no. it's, what I, it's what I want.
0: I slept, all the, I slept all day today.
1: <laughs> you also ran in the park.
0: I did go for a run. That is true. That was the first thing I did today of actual activity <laughs> oh i wrote a sketch never mind i, I was writing today that's okay
1: there that, you go did you write in bed
0: i did not i got up to my computer and i although i do have a laptop so i could write in bed i did not i wrote from my computer my desktop computer
1: i've done most of my best work in my life in my bed because i have a laptop and i do my work um in my comfy, comfy bed.
0: <laughs> this podcast couch that we're podcasting from right mm. now this is where i laptop a lot mm. and as i mean you might be able to you can tell from looking at me, but I'm actually basically laying down right now as we're recording. I'm on my chaise lounge, got my feet up. And well, you're kind of laying down too, because you're you're pointing, your legs are pointing towards me. That's
1: true. Instead of the chaise lounge part, I'm just, my feet are just on the couch
0: part. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, this chaise lounge, baby, hell yeah. Lay down here, just like kind of barely prop my neck up, <laughs> I have my laptop out. Usually throw on a movie in the background. Wow. Well, if I'm trying to do whatever. Or baseball. Oh, baseball. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I wish there was more morning baseball so I could just like wake up and like lay down and watch that.
1: <laughs> 8 a.m. baseball. <laughs> you could record the previous night's baseball game. Avoid knowing the score.
0: Uh, I don't have a way to do that.
1: You can't. You don't. Oh, uh, wow. What? What? Even with your new cable box?
0: Uh, I don't think it has a DVR in it. No. Um, I've never. I haven't tried. I got a cable box to lower my my bill $20 and now it's just going to sit on my uh, entertainment center. Uh, and we'll watch the good place on it, but that's it. <laughs> uh, I actually do have, now that, I, now that you mentioned it, I have the MLB network and I actually can on demand watch any game I want. There you go. The next day.
1: Ugh, I'm just a thinker of ideas. Um, I want to talk some more about waking up early. Um, really. I just want to use this moment to complain. I also really like to stay up late.
0: Oh Yeah. That's my favorite part of being alive.
1: (laughs) I, and I'm not even like, I'm not going out. I'm not raging. I just like to be home Uh and up Mm -hmm. past midnight. Mm -hmm. The world is quieter past midnight. I like to be awake at that time. Yeah. But when you have to wake up early, you have to go to bed early and then it takes me forever to fall asleep Mm -hmm. and then I'm still not asleep even though I'm in bed and I still have to wake up early the next day. Yep. And then I'm just mad and angry as I'm trying to go to sleep. <sighs>
0: I wish my brain worked like this. I wish I could. S- I wish my brain and society worked like this, that I could sleep in till 10 Monday through Friday and then wake up at seven in the morning on Saturday and Sunday. Cause those Why? are the best days.
1: <laughs> they're the best days, but they're the best days for sleeping.
0: Yeah. But if I get all my sleep in the other five days of the week, I feel like I've, I've earned extra, extra Saturday. <laughs>
1: i do think i i do try to wake up by 10 now because i feel like then i have more day to do stuff with although i still just want to sleep until
0: yeah whenever i wake up on accident at eight in the morning on a saturday at first it's frustrating unless i went to bed at like midnight then it's not bad you had eight hours of sleep Mm -hmm. but uh if you wake up at eight if you get a full solid eight you wake up eight in the morning at first you want to just sleep more but then like you get up you maybe have breakfast you do whatever and you realize like You do a bunch of stuff and then it's like still just 10 in the morning and you're like, whoa, I still have like a whole Saturday left. (laughs) That's the greatest feeling in the world. The whole world.
1: Wow. The whole world.
0: That's my opinion. The greatest feeling in the whole world. Having an extra Saturday. (laughs) Extra time on Saturday.
1: One of my favorite things to do is wake up around 10, maybe a little bit earlier than 10, go downstairs, make myself a pot pot of tea. Walk back upstairs, sit in my bed, and turn on a TV show. So I'm still in bed, so it still feels like I'm basically asleep. Mm-hmm. But I'm watching TV with my delicious tea.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I love to do that. That's like a real loungy day. I T- love a loungy day.
0: TV. Yes. Yeah. An alternate version of this podcast. When we when we form a whole network of podcasts, we'll have to have another one called TV. T E A T A V, uppercase V. <laughs> TV. You all know TV. This is T E A. That would be our intro. Oh, um, waking up early. That was the top. Uh, it was called waking up early. Yeah,
1: and I just like the feeling of having to wake up early. It's not even so much the waking up early. It's that you're so tired. So what I've been trying to do, mm-hmm. um, I I've been trying to make tea at home and taking it to school. Um, which is a good way to use my waking up early time. But does take extra minutes.
0: Mm-hmm. Precious golden minutes.
1: That I could be sleeping. Um, and it's been going well. And I've also been taking um, breakfast to work, which has also been going well. Breakfast but to work. within a month, all of that's going to be gone because I'm going to be craving those extra minutes.
0: They say do a habit 14 days in a row and then it, it solidifies.
1: <laughs> I've done it like every other day for the last so nine. You
0: got to do it every day. That's well, the trick.
1: We're, I'm figuring it out,
0: you gotta go to work Saturday and Sunday, although you did today, didn't you? I did <laughs> um, okay,
1: that's my topic. I hate waking up early
0: uh, I tried to kind of take the tack that I sometimes like waking up early, but this is this we were we were quite- in agreement about waking up early, not being fun.
1: no, you feel so tired, and then you're tired for the whole day, yeah, that's the worst part you're tired for the whole day.
0: you gotta find a That's why there should be more napping pods around New York. And then you can just like nap.
1: (laughs) I woke up early today and I took a nap.
0: Wow. Um, Matt. Yeah. Topic done. Topic done. No more. See you later, little topic.
1: Hey, Matt. That was my little topic. Uh Uh-huh. It was something I hated. I don't know what your topic is. It could be something you hated. Or it could be something you loved. Or it could be something Uh, in between. We'll
0: determine. It's probably something in between. But we'll determine my opinion of this thing.
1: But Matt... Don't yeah. leave us in suspense anymore. What's your topic?
0: My topic is something that I I actually have sort of a love hate relationship with. Most largely hate, but I've had good experiences. And um, I yeah okay. My topic is arena uh, shows. Arena shows.
1: Like concerts? Yeah. Okay.
0: I was gonna say concerts, but uh, yeah, arena shows. So I'm talking, you know, at least like a hockey, basketball size arena, 10, 000, 12, 000, 10 to twelve thousand plus. Yeah. Up upwards, all the way up to um you know a football, like a uh, hundred thousand. Yeah. Uh, Michigan State is that the hundred thousand plus? Um,
1: Ohio State's horseshoe can fit a hundred thousand people.
0: Isn't the one in Michigan though? It, can. it is it's, bigger. It's the but biggest it, one, right?
1: Yeah. But Ohio State's can still fit 105,000 people.
0: Uh, the, the, Which is
1: such an absurd number. I just want everyone to know that that's an absurd number.
0: Any All football stadiums should be destroyed and replaced with something else. That's probably an unpopular opinion. But, God, what a waste of space those um, things Ohio are. Ohio
1: Stadiums is a uh, historical landmark. Keep going. Uh
0: huh. I just... um. Okay, well, let's back up a minute. I'll just say what I feel like about uh, football stadiums. This is just a general thing. They get used... Um, 10 times a year <laughs> and they take up a massive amount of land and it's super they're super weird
1: Listen, they're too big weird.
0: they're too big they shouldn't be that big oh stadiums
1: used to be a dorm as well but it's not anymore
0: none of them should be that big um it's just it's just weird i don't know make it temporary make them all stands or like if you like again there's like 10 games a year with these things it's so weird and sometimes they have, like, concerts and stuff, but not that often. Uh, not enough to have them exist. I don't know. They're weird. Backing up. Arena shows. <laughs> Arena shows. Uh, I'm generally not crazy about them, but I've been to some really cool ones. Okay. Um, what are some of the ones you've been to? So, I'll, well, first to say, I like seeing smaller bands in smaller venues. That's my that's my general thing. Um yeah, that's those are those. That's how I I prefer to see a band. I'd rather see a band in a place that holds no more than like a thousand people. Uh, even if it's a big, I mean, like it'll never happen. But like, could you imagine just for a moment, Taylor Swift does like just fifty straight shows in New York, and she just does them all at like. Uh, um, what was that uh like at brooklyn steel or whatever like Ugh. she's just like constantly selling that all. what a dream that would be that brooklyn Steel's already a little too big for me but uh um, t- still a fine size uh, real
1: quick story i once saw taylor swift mm-hmm. at the music hall of williamsburg at oh, a jack wow. Antonoff, con- well the bleachers concert and their friend
0: she was just she was, she was performing or she no, was there she was
1: just there i looked up and i was like that's taylor swift
0: that's pretty cool that she was just there um have you ever seen taylor swift in concert
1: oh yes and it was an arena show
0: what was the arena?
1: Nation, uh, nationwide arena.
0: That's where.
1: Um, it's the basketball stadium at Ohio State's campus. Oh, arena, basketball arena, basketball arena. No, no, sorry, mm. I'm wrong. Wow. it's the Blue Jackets arena. Wow, the Seanstein Center is the Ohio State basketball, which is where I saw Lord. Hmm.
0: Um, now if you if that's the only place like a band is gonna perform, like a Taylor Swift, fine. Mm-hmm. You got to go there, which actually brings me to like the, probably the best arena show I've ever been to. I saw, I saw Green Day actually a couple times in play, performing in in arenas. And, uh, I'm not even, I I like Green Day, but I'm not like a huge, I'm not like a Green Day nut.
1: Mm -hmm. You're not (laughs) Cocoa nut for Green Day?
0: No. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but they were, they like did a really great job of like performing. And I, I guess that's like, that can really amp it up like if you if the band goes nuts mm-hmm. then it's great but i've also seen bands do arena shows that just they just play yeah and i'm like
1: uh eh, eh. you're not filling up the space
0: you're not filling up the space i'd rather see you in a smaller thing it's like if i go to an arena i want to see the spectacle at least like that's what i feel like i'm paying for yeah because <laughs> i'm certainly not paying for the ambiance because the ambiance is worse i think there it's always worse and i will not back off from that
1: <laughs> so i haven't i don't go to concerts as much as you um but I would say most of the concerts I have been to are arena concerts. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift, Lord, Adele,
0: mm-hmm. certain others. These are people that are past their their club days.
1: Yes. Um,
0: Although I have occasionally seen big bands playing clubs,
1: but yeah. I mean, I also have been to shows at smaller places. Mm-hmm. But
0: Music Hall of Williamsburg, Music Hall of
1: Williamsburg, a place on Ohio State's campus um, that I can't remember the name of. Hmm. Neon trees, there is that the name of that band?
0: That is a band, that's the band you them. saw.
1: Yes, there's definitely neon something, and I don't know where I would have gotten trees.
0: Neon trees, no, that's a band.
1: Um, I don't remember exactly what it was called. That's okay. Um, but I, I enjoyed both experiences for different reasons.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, again, it like if you want to see certain artists, you're stuck going to arena shows. Yeah, I just think that's a bummer, and I'd rather see anyone in a smaller venue. And sometimes when I, like, sometimes there are bands that, like, if they tour, if, if they're touring in support of an album, they'll play in an arena. But if they're not touring in support of an album, if they're just, like, going on a little tour, they'll probably do clubs. Modest Mouse is kind of like that because they're a pretty big band. And if they're going to release an album, people go nuts and they're, like, doing festivals and stuff. It's a whole different thing. Um, Whole different episode. Music festivals. I was Zalini taking Sweet. a sip
1: of tea, so I couldn't say it yeah uh i wanted to say it
0: but uh but then modest mouse will come around and just do like uh what's that
1: one in uh
0: i can't remember the name of this place the uh the one webster hall which is in manhattan mm-hmm. um but i've like seen them there and i've but i've also seen them at madison square garden which is like the biggest craziest place <laughs> to see or yeah i don't know they claim to be the famousest arena in the world um, which I guess maybe it's the most famous. I don't know.
1: I don't know. That's where I saw down. It's
0: an okay venue. <laughs> I also like the venues themselves are so... Uh, generally, arenas are very uninteresting places. I would say that's true. Full stop. Like, we're a club at like... Every club you go to, it's like the same reason I love going to baseball games. All the different stadiums are different layouts and, and have different culture, cultural things inside of them and historical monuments and stuff. They're all different and all unique. Where like arenas are so boring. <laughs> they're so bland. Um occasionally they'll have like the hall of fame of players or something in them, but they're all they're so cookie cutter.
1: They are definitely shapewise are cookie cutter. I do like to the my favorite part about arenas or like sporting events in arenas specifically is like the, like the rafters where they have like all their banners and stuff and like retired players, and I think those are fun to look at. Yeah. Um
0: I get over that though.
1: <laughs> at Ohio State's basketball arena, the Shonsen Center. Um, they have like, they have the basketball ones, but they also have like women's basketball and like other sports that play there, mm-hmm. but that aren't as well known. I think those are fun. Yeah. I
0: think um, they're
1: fun.
0: Yeah. That's fun. It's not helping my concert experience though.
1: <laughs> I know. That's why I said out at sporting events. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I've seen, I have been to a lot of arena shows cause I've seen a lot of bigger bands and I, yeah, I've seen the affirm- the. Earlier, I mentioned the Beastie Boys. Uh, I saw them in an arena once, um, which is probably the only way I would have ever seen them. (laughs) Actually, the other time, I've seen the Beastie Boys uh, two times live, but I was supposed to see them. They were supposed to be my first concert ever, but they ended up canceling the tour because the drummer broke his uh, clavicle, I think, or hurt himself somehow, or he couldn't perform, and they canceled the tour. But that was going to be at Gillette Stadium where the Patriots play. I've been there. Uh, And... uh, it would have been... That's like the one of the biggest venues. I mean, I 60,000 probably fit in that place. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Big. But that would have been easily probably the biggest place I would have ever seen a concert. <laughs> um, but I've never done it now. Now that that tour didn't happen, I didn't go.
1: Yeah. I almost went to see Taylor Swift at Ohio State's stadium, which is 100,000 people, as previously discussed. But we ended up not going mm-hmm. because we had family in town. But... The tickets, because it was like such a, it's like such a big place and these tickets would have not been any good. They would have, they were like $90, which is still very expensive, but yes, for like good expensive. seats there, oh, for good seats there, astronomical.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing about those, about arenas is the tickets are all so crazy expensive mm-hmm. and I'm like, but I'm going to be so far from the artist. <laughs> um, yeah. That's annoying. I just, that's why I don't like, I don't like them because they're too pricey. They're too big. They're not intimate at all. Arenas are bland. Even the like again. I've been to Madison Square Garden. I was not impressed.
1: <laughs> okay, so I have a question. Uh-huh. What? So you previously mentioned that Green Day put on a good arena show. Mm-hmm. What are some characteristics that a band has to have to be put on a good arena show?
0: Yeah, I mean that's interesting. I think there are a lot of ways you can do it. They they had a lot of. They had a big backdrop. This was around. I think this is maybe, I guess around when American idiot came out and they had a big like flag that they like unfurled and, um, they had a big catwalk where like the, uh, singer could like walk down, like strut down. <laughs> uh, so like, which I, I, that was actually a big, I really like that in the way in this one specific way where it like helped that he could basically like walk into the crowd I mean he's not in the crowd cause he's on the, the catwalk. Yeah. Um, but at least he's, like, increasing the amount where you're near the the band. Because mm-hmm. to me, one of the worst things is, like, even, like, if you're right in that front stand- general admission area, you got to be within the first, like, 10 feet of the stage to be anywhere near the artist. Yeah. If you're in the general admission and they're in the back, you're, so, you're, like, so far back. And if you're in the seats, you're just, like, infinitely so far away from mm-hmm. them. Um, so I like anything that, like, increases their... The artist like being closer to you, mm-hmm. um, and then I guess is you know anytime you can do like lasers and stuff that like makes it feel cooler <laughs> or like fun lighting, because I, I guess like I've seen too much where it's just like the person just performing on a stage, like almost like they could be uh anywhere just doing I don't know like yeah. it, they're just doing their one little rehearsed thing, and I'm like oh, I'd rather i'm paying for this give me pyro give me yeah give me uh so so much craziness i don't know and i also don't well here's here's the thing that i don't really care for is unless this is like if this is a flourish fine but if it's the only thing you do which is like bring out dancers or something i'm like i don't know it's nice that you hired all these people but (laughs) i still feel like it's it's not it's not enhancing the music in a way that i want we're like lasers and stuff (laughs)
1: lights and things Do you just want lasers in your apartment (laughs)
0: more lasers in my life generally i mean a well i mean a well-produced concert can be really good anyways i mean if i even if i'm in like a smaller club seeing a a concert like obviously having some sort of cool theme to the whole show is fun and lasers uh different lights and whatnot is really fun in its own um but then it's just like you have to be good at scaling that up um, if you're going to play larger places and just fill fill this fill the space with your energy mm-hmm. um, now a football stadium to back go back on that i don't know that you could ever fill that with energy like it's too big like you'd, you'd i mean unless you were like right in front which would bless you for getting those 250 dollars so seats or expensive. 500 seats or whatever probably like 500 right uh good for you um but like Anyone else is just screwed. And I am I'm, I'm I would be that kind of person. Like, I just, like, wouldn't. I, I don't think concerts should cost that much money. I don't think no, it should that's cost an arm expensive. and a leg.
1: Um, so, I did not go to, I keep bringing up Taylor Swift, and I don't apologize, but I apologize a little bit. I didn't go to the, um, the stadium tour for mm-hmm. Taylor Swift, but I did have a friend who went and sat in C-Deck, which is the highest seats in the stadium. Mm-hmm. This is for my real Ohio head. Ohio heads out there. Um and he said that it was a still a good show and that she put on a good show even from a thousand feet away
0: you know I can I kind of hear it but I'm I also just think I guess my, my main problem though right is like you're settling like I think almost no matter what by seeing that artist in a, in a stadium you're giving something up there it's always gonna be better in a smaller venue and again sometimes you can't you can't see Taylor Swift in a in a tiny club but if you could, it's it would be so much better. I would love
1: to see you in a tiny club.
0: Right. That's like that's more my argument. Because yep. again, there are bands I'm never going to see if I don't want to go to an arena. Uh, who did I see in an arena? Let me list all the bands I've seen in an arena. Green Day, twice actually. Uh, the Beastie Boys. Incubus. Uh, just a random thing to have seen there. Corn.
1: Uh, I don't uh, think of these bands being that big, but I guess back in the day
0: back in the day i've also well, i did later see corn in like a club which was way more fun because they were like less famous then uh weezer blink 182 um i don't know oh modest mouse uh brand new um yeah i don't know i've seen a lot in these like bigger places then again it's fine but actually almost everyone well everyone i mentioned but green day you know yeah everyone but green day incubus uh and the beastie boys have i seen like in smaller venues and again so much better i could probably say incubus in a small concert venue now (laughs) if i wanted to uh like and then green day now is like going on tour it's like green day weezer and uh fallout boy are like doing a tour together (laughs) uh and i i'm not going to go to that because it's going to be in arenas and i've seen all of those bands uh in more in in better in better venues than wherever they're going to play now (laughs) like people are like this is the this is the tour of the century i'm like yeah i don't know <laughs>
1: um can i say what i think makes a good arena arena yes, show please do um so to to talk about the shows i've been to uh taylor swift lord and adele um listen i have a type of music i like and i'm proud of it
0: are those the only three or do you think there are more
1: i think there are more i saw matchbox 20 as my first concert
0: a Band, i wouldn't think doing arenas but i guess in their heyday maybe. um
1: I definitely have seen other ones. I just can't remember them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like especially, I think all three of them did this where they, they cultivated a sense of intimacy by telling like stories like Adele at one point just sat down on the stage and started like a story time with Adele and it made you feel like you were like actually like mm-hmm. listening to her, which was nice. Yeah. Um, Taylor Swift does a lot of, like, little, I guess, interstitials. And they can... I think they're kind of similar throughout each concert, but they can be a little different. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I think are fun. And, you know, you feel like you are learning more about people. Sure. Um,
0: put, this, put all this in a smaller room, and I'm loving it even more.
1: <laughs> um, Taylor Swift at one point said, even though I'm in a big place and it feels like I can't see all of you, I can. And then she get up, got up on this big, like... I don't know. I'm going to call it a crane, but it's not a crane that like went above the crowd in a lot of places. Mm. And so she like, she like at one point was our eye level. Um, wow. That was fun.
0: She really high up there. She was pretty high. Would you be scared if you were as high up as she was? Yes. I
1: wouldn't have done it. She I like was clipped in. She was clipped in. She oh, I know.
0: I would hope so. <laughs> um, I still wouldn't have gotten in even if I was no, clipped in.
1: No. Um, but actually, I think that's a good point that I actually thought about earlier is that sometimes in arena shows, the farther away seats I think are better. Because a lot of it is designed to be seen from farther away. So if you're sitting, like, if you're really close, yeah. you might be closer to the artist, but they're either looking up or, like, you can't see everything that's happening.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: When the crane is above you, you're just seeing a crane.
0: I'm going to let you in on uh, a little little secret about when I go to concerts. I close my eyes a lot. I'm there for the music. Wow. That's like, I probably have my eyes closed half the time I'm there. Or half the time the musicians are playing. Uh, in between bands, I'm not. I don't keep my eyes closed, <laughs> but I kind of, I kind of get in that groove. I'm just uh, bobbing my head back and forth, eyes closed. I'm just into it because I like the. I just like experiencing the music in a live situation. Um, but I have a funny anecdote about what you were just saying. If you are done saying, I what you were saying,
1: I think so. Oh, and Lord was good too because she, I think also did the story things, but at some points, like she did this mix of like being the only person on stage and then like having dancers on the stage and the ones that she was like alone were like her more like in depth, really good songs. And I Mm -hmm. thought that worked. I really liked her concert. I wish I had seen it in New York when I came back. I saw it in Columbus. Wish I'd seen it in New York too. Wow. Next time. (sighs) Um, yeah, I would see Lord. That seems good.
0: Um, I, um, so I was at a concert and I was in, uh, it was in an arena and the band that was performing is a formerly smaller band. Like I had seen them in clubs and stuff before, but they, uh, were on a tour where they were doing arenas. And I think they had, they'd done some arenas before or like some smaller, smaller arenas, certainly. But, um, I went and saw them at, Um, Madison Square Garden actually and I think it was like a really big deal for them to be there because um, they just had never done Madison Square Garden before and it was sold out and like the crowd's like you know chanting cheering for them and like singing along and it is like pretty crazy Uh, and actually this is a concert I was way up in the nosebleeds for because uh, I wasn't gonna go because I literally wasn't gonna go even though this is one of my was one of my favorite bands or two a couple of my favorite bands were both performing I almost didn't go because it was an arena and i was like uh i don't know <laughs> and then like the day of i was like oh screw it i'll go and i bought like 30 dollar like tickets like hours before like but i bought them on like stubhub and it, like they were trying to get rid of their tickets yeah. cuz like uh most people had probably already bought them and then best time to buy tickets like just as the thing started or right before <laughs> uh cuz the prices of those scalpers had gone way down <laughs> Uh, but I went and I was like, you know, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go. And, uh, it was pretty cool. Like seeing them there. Although again, I'd rather have not have been an arena show, <laughs> but, um, the singer was doing the same thing you were just talking about, which was, he, he came out and he starts talking to the crowd and he was like, wow, this is crazy. All you, all of you, all of you came out here or whatever. <laughs> and then I don't, I'm not like this, is I'm not a professional, uh, <laughs> concert technician so i don't know if this how this normally works in my mind like when you go to like smaller clubs or whatever you like maybe tour with uh, a technician or something and like you have like a planned Mm -hmm. all your lasers lasers are planned out ahead of time (laughs) but i kind of got the impression that maybe if you go to like an arena they have like possibly one a guy who's in charge or a team of people who are in charge of that kind of stuff yeah because it's like so much and um the the singers like they and they have like they have their own lighting and stuff they they definitely do have like a theme to their show
1: mm-hmm.
0: when he comes out he says it's so crazy that you're all here and this is ex- exciting for all of us and then the guy in the or person in the tech booth does that thing where they turn on the, like the the lights that like light up the audience mm-hmm. and cause, because the singer is like interacting with the audience the guy at the the doing the tech is just like oh well this is the time that like whenever i do these arena shows that's when i turn the lights up on the crowd yeah. like it's such a cliche thing yeah and then the singer was like well that didn't need to happen and or i don't know exactly what he said but basically was like turning on those lights basically just ruined the moment because <laughs> like uh i don't know i i guess I, and i like kind of laughed because i was like i agree <laughs> like i wish that because it's kind of hacky just like to he, like whenever you whenever you have like that pavlovian response to yeah. like talking to the crowd turn on the lights but then also just like i don't need the lights shine shining on me yeah. from the audience um and also he was like remarking it was a cool moment and this guy like inserts himself into it by turning you know have doing the lights, the lights. On. not you know not great
1: um i can't remember anyone ever turning the lights on but i could see like a spotlight swooping through the crowd mm-hmm. that's a better version of that
0: yeah this is spotlight swoop this is like full wash on the yeah i don't like that um because it i mean i've definitely seen it on like it's like whenever like they televise a crowd they do that where Mm -hmm. they like turn the lights up so they can light them for tv or whatever Mm -hmm. (laughs) um yeah i don't know i've had it happen to you before (laughs) so (laughs) not a totally thing i'm unfamiliar with um yeah arena shows
1: what are your thoughts on concert specials
0: like television, yeah. Like things like DVD stuff, yeah. Um, it has to be good. Uh, I have a high standard for that, because I, I also don't really like live records. Um, I'd almost like it has to be a, such a good rendition that like you can o- either only hear live or something, because I just the recording takes too much away, or it's worse. Like, there's something, there was something about being in the room hearing it, but then, like, when you're hearing it just, like, on a CD, it just, mm-hmm. like, loses a lot of the energy. It's like watching an improv set that you got recorded. Mm-hmm. It was more fun when you were doing it live, much less interesting on YouTube. There's,
1: like, a layer in between.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's something missing, um, a feeling that's missing.
1: Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, the specials,
0: uh, yeah, I don't know. It'd have to be really good or... Yeah, I don't know. I have to be really good. I guess mm. I did actually see the Beastie Boys did a movie where they were in an arena, but they gave like, I want to say like a hundred people uh, um, like video, like camcorders and just had them like walking around the venue, walking around, like being there, watching the show. And then they like took all this footage of all these different cameras and like edited it all together into a movie. And that was pretty cool because it was, like, really weird and you'd get, like, really weird, interesting angles. And um, they actually released it in theaters uh, briefly. uh, And I saw it in theaters, which I guess probably also helped restore some of the uh, being there aspects. Yeah, so big. Surround sound, the big screen, Mm -hmm. very loud. (laughs) Um, And that was pretty cool. But I've also had, like, DVDs of just, like, concerts that I'm like, eh, 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 eh. Um
1: Taylor Swift's reputation concerts on Netflix and it's fun. Mm. It's a fun time.
0: This is it good? Should I watch it? Yes. Maybe I will.
1: Honestly it is fun.
0: I'll give it a try. I mean I don't I honestly don't watch that many because I don't have very high opinions of them.
1: You would hear both General. All Too Well and Blank Space, I'm pretty sure.
0: Wow. Um, I know one of those songs. <laughs> I might know the other one. Mm, um I don't know. I've listened to like a few of her albums. I don't know if I've listened to them all, but a few of them. Mm-hmm. Which album is it on?
1: Which one? All Too Well? Yeah. Uh, it's on Red, the greatest album of all then time. Then
0: I probably have listened to it. Yeah. Because I was, I think I've listened to that album a couple, maybe a couple of times. Well, I listen to a lot of music. I know you do. Uh, uh, I just spent all, like a huge chunk of my morning yesterday reminiscing with a friend online about like the bands we used to listen to in the 90s, and then also talking about which of those bands are still putting out albums and talking about like their most recent ones and whether they're good or shit <laughs> um yeah i've been to a lot of shows I've been to a lot of arenas too to mm-hmm. be honest i've been to more than you have and that's yeah
1: all, i mostly you've been to have been in ohio and msg
0: uh let's see i've been to i went to an arena comedy show once
1: see i don't think that would work
0: uh it worked as well as it could i don't know i saw dane cook um when he did his like tour of arenas back when dane cook was still someone people tolerated (laughs) i i saw dane cook like long enough ago that he it was before he only had like this first album and people still liked him (laughs) and then uh it's actually my lesson i saw him twice back then and it was was when i learned that um because it was before i ever did comedy but I learned that like stand up comedians repeat the same jokes mm-hmm. at their yeah. different things. So I saw them like six months apart and they were pretty much the same thing both times, mm-hmm. or maybe not entirely, but 80% the same thing. And I was like, weird that those were all the same jokes. And I just didn't know that that's like, that's actually how stand up comedians tour they tell the same jokes like for years, <laughs> possibly. The less famous they are, the more they tell their jokes. Um, But I saw him at the TD Garden in Boston, the Bruins and the Celtics play. Um, I don't think I've I've ever seen a concert there. I could be wrong about that. Uh, But I used to go a lot to the Worcester Centrum, which is now called the DCU Center. Um, It's like the
1: MCU, um, but not. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Northeastern had an arena on campus that I saw... It's where you, I see like all the hockey games, but I think I only saw one concert there, maybe two. Um, but I, yeah, I saw some concerts there. I've seen some at some smaller, like, like smaller arenas. Like they're still arenas, but they're like less than 10,000 mm-hmm. people, which is bigger, still bigger than I want, but also smaller than. Yeah. Those ones are maybe, <laughs> I've seen some really good. I did see one really good show in a like small arena once, but it's kinda of almost the worst place to do a show because it's not big enough for spectacle, but it's too big to be intimate.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can see that being Yeah. It's like Goldilocks.
0: Yeah, you wanna mix you know, your things. Yeah. <laughs> um it's the opposite of Goldilocks though, right? Because the medium one is the worst.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. I don't know. It's
0: inverse Goldilocks.
1: She has brown hair.
0: I saw um brownie locks. Well that was weird to say. Uh I saw Panic Panic at the Disco.
1: Panic at the Disco.
0: Indeed, when they this small arena show, <laughs> I'm thinking of it was headlined by uh, um, Fallout Boy. So they're still they're still not big enough to do full arenas. They're doing uh, medium sized arenas, but it was also a show with five acts on it, which is crazy. <laughs> I don't feel like I, unless it's a festival, I feel like there aren't many shows that have five acts on them. But the first of five, meaning the most insignificant of the five was a band i had never heard of panic at the disco <laughs> and wow boy has stuff changed <laughs>
1: um d- did they play any songs we would recognize now or is it even before um
0: no it was that first album that had like uh all those, those songs mm-hmm. people knew from that one harlequin oh, Ar- girls one. Yeah. Oh, i like that song yeah that all that's all those songs that so yeah it was when that album had just barely come out or hadn't come out yet, I can't remember. This is like 2003, I want to say. I had friend I was there with friends and I was there to see several of the bands there, but I did not know Panic Panic at the disco at the time. But I was there with friends who who were like, "Oh, this first band's really cool." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And they were I did think they were pretty cool. <laughs> uh uh and I think maybe after that did like get their album or something, but I saw uh I was uh really on top of it. I saw them before they were cool. <laughs>
1: I saw Maroon Five before they were cool. Wow,
0: that's with a good. With Matchbox Twenty. Wow, after they were cool though.
1: No, I think they were still cool.
0: They had already become cool. Yeah, yeah.
1: And the other opening act was Sugar Ray.
0: Um,
1: Maroon Five, Sugar Ray, Matchbox Twenty.
0: Um, do you know Code and Cambria?
1: I've heard you talk about them.
0: Yeah they they did arenas for a while. I saw them before they were cool. <laughs> I saw them as an opening act as well. Um i've seen i've seen some random like people as opening acts and then like years later they're like hugely famous mm-hmm. bands uh they're not huge huge but bigger than they were <laughs> um yeah Oh, also one time i saw incubus i was i had seats but i was standing because i was like this is how you go to a concert you stand and people behind me were like sit down and i sat down because i wasn't rude enough to just stand there the whole time but such a bummer sitting at a
1: concert (laughs) that's Um,
0: like my other problem
1: i i mean i love to have a seat i love to have a seat to put my stuff on but at taylor swift and lord i stood up the entire time yeah you gotta i
0: I don't know why these people were being such bummers i think i did event maybe i did eventually just stand and go screw it or maybe like some other people are like maybe we should be standing that's the problem there's too much unspoken should we stand or should we sit language at some of these concerts (laughs)
1: That's the real problem.
0: And if you're seeing like, uh, you know, the Rolling Stones, you got a lot of people who want to sit.
1: Are you saying because they're old?
0: You know, I didn't. I didn't want to say it, but I hinted at I it pretty you hard. It. You
1: said it. You didn't say it, but you it. really said it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's all I really have to say. Go see shows at smaller places. <laughs> Discover artists. Maybe Taylor Swift will be there in the audience.
1: Oh my god, she did say for her next tour she's not going to go to as big of venues.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's so tough because these people have so many fans.
1: Mm-hmm. That is something I'm worried about, that not all of her fans will be able to go.
0: Yes, and that's a bummer. Uh, but it's also why I wish she would just do 50 straight shows at Brooklyn Steel so that everyone in New York could <laughs> get to appreciate her. <laughs> that's like... She could do it. That's
1: not a tour. <laughs> that's a well, stay the, in one place.
0: Well, no, I mean, she would do 50 there and then she'd go somewhere else. And, and New York's a big place, so that's why I said there's 50 there. But then she could go to... Um, I mean, she didn't. She would go to Columbus, and she would go to um, whatever the small venue there is. That's name I forgot. <laughs> that's name you forgot, and she could do, um, you know, f- I'd like do five shows in a row. I don't know, like whatever, whatever the math is of a normal show. She like if she was just going to do one show at the hundred thousand seat stadium. Well,
1: at the Columbus, she did two shows in a row, so she'd have to do more than five.
0: Uh, what size venue was that at, though?
1: Uh, that was uh, for. Can't remember if she did it for re- reputation, but for nineteen eighty nine she did two shows at the um nationwide arena, which I would say it's a hockey arena, so whatever size that is.
0: I think that's usually like ten ten or twelve thousand, I, I think. I think it's
1: probably closer to I think mm-hmm. it's maybe a little bit more, but I'm not I sure. So. I feel like
0: all those are like on the Yeah, I don't know, whatever. They have different sizes for different events. That's the other hard part about it. But well, okay. Let's say it's say let's say it's ten thousand for the sake of my math. She should do 10 shows at a 1,000-seat venue. <laughs> the only bummer is that uh, sycophants uh, will go to all of them, all of them uh, which I think is ridiculous. I've had the chance to do, do that before. I, there are bands that I like that have done things like that before. Thank you. I will see one of the shows. <laughs> and I love these bands. I'm just not, I'm just not a maniac. You More. gotta be, you gotta be crazy to go to ten shows in a row. Well,
1: you're pretty crazy.
0: Three shows in a row is you're insane. I can see if you did, if she did ten shows, if you went to two of them, that's okay. I wouldn't do it personally, <laughs> but if you, if you, the abstract you wants to do that, that's your own business.
1: <laughs> I wish I'd seen Lord with her first album. She did three shows. I went to the first one. Mm-hmm. Really wish I'd gone to the second one. It's one of my my regrets.
0: Mm-hmm. Don't work at it too hard. You'd you'd be there the second time. And you'd be like, I'm bored.
1: No, I really enjoyed her concert the first time.
0: I know, but there's something about. I don't think people realize if you see something like,
1: if you see something, say something.
0: Well, they don't realize that, and they should realize that. But, uh, I don't know. Like, I've done this. I've done things like that before. Like, I went and saw two wrestling shows, like back to back nights, like in an arena. And the second night there, I was there. I was like, I shouldn't have done this. I mean, I had fun. Really, both nights, but the first night I had way more fun, and then mm-hmm. second night I was like, I probably wasted my money on this. <laughs> um, and I would feel I would feel equally about bands, even if it's a band I really loved. And it's true, I, that's happened before. I've had the opportunity, and I said no thanks. <laughs> um, and I probably like music more than most.
1: You do like music I, more than me.
0: I love music, and that's not, you know, you love music too. You love Taylor Swift. Not here to take anything away from you.
1: Oh, I think it, I'm I'm completely comfortable saying you like music more than me.
0: There you go. Thank you.
1: I like books more than you.
0: Um, yeah. I just started reading. I was illiterate until recently. I'm done talking about arena shows now. I'm done done complaining. <laughs> we complained. Both po- of our
1: topics were complaining.
0: To complain. Although I will say, on your topic, I tried to be the good guy, and on my topic, you tried to be the good guy.
1: Wow, real good cop bad cop situation.
0: Yeah, I think it worked.
1: Um, my mom will tell us if it did or didn't.
0: And I really did want to, I wanted mine to be something we could talk about. And I really did think you, I actually wasn't certain you had seen Taylor Swift in arena, but I knew you had been to, I knew you saw Lord. Uh, I didn't know about the Adele one, but I thought maybe you would seen, I thought, well, if you had seen Taylor Swift, I was like probably in an arena. <laughs> um, but, uh, imagine if you had seen her before she was famous in like a smaller place. I can't imagine. It'd been amazing. Right. Um, That's my big regret.
1: If you want to know what I was like at Taylor Swift's concert, it was me sitting right next to my niece, Carly, who, who is me. Um, and we both were, well, she was singing beautifully. My Mm -hmm. niece was, I was screaming the lyrics to all the songs and I had a great time. (laughs) I can't sing.
0: I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say anything about about how I feel about people singing at concerts. Um, (sighs) keep it a little to yourself. That's all I have to say. (laughs) People just think they have to like be louder than the concert. So now I am saying it. <laughs> I'm saying. I do I think was.
1: you need to find a balance, but I also think. What else am I going to do? to a Taylor Swift concert. I sing along to her songs all the time. It's part of the energy of the experience.
0: I don't mind singing along, but I just I'm around too many people who are trying to like out sing the people performing. Because I'll, I'll sing along too, but like, I'm I'm doing it for myself, and I'm not trying to perform for the people around me, <laughs> which happens sometimes and like again i mean people are singing along to concerts at every concert i go to it only bugs me one every four because then you get you end up near somebody who's just trying to like impress somebody (laughs) or something about how or has no idea how loud they're being Mm -hmm. no volume control (laughs) i like i mean a good if you're singing along with the crowd great but if you're singing over the crowd get out of get out
1: i would say the only point where i Listen, the bridge of um, Out of the Woods is amazing. And when she sang it, I had to scream it. And I don't think I was screaming louder than anyone else. This okay. it's great. Okay. It's about when her and Harry Styles got into a snowmobile accident.
0: I mean, if you're also, if you're just <sighs> doing it once.
1: I, why do I have so much information in my head? <laughs>
0: Too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not here. To, I'm, I'm fine with, I'm fine with however you want to go to a concert.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Matt.
0: None of this is a judgment against you for any reason. Thank you. Um, my topic is done. Unless you want, I was going to gonna say, more.
1: "Hey Matt, topic done." <laughs>
0: topic done. I was already trying to wrap it up, and then we I got wrapped into this trashing people who sing at concerts Matt, thing.
1: Do you have any plugs?
0: Um, no, because I don't really know when this comes
1: out. Okay, um, <laughs> well, come,
0: well, actually. Well, come see my team souvenir at the Magnet Theater. Go to magnettheater.com We're like, uh, we're called Souvenir. Go to the ensembles page, <laughs> click on Souvenir, and there our schedule will appear. We do once a month the magma theater in chelsea new, chelsea new york chelsea Not the me. neighborhood chelsea new york yeah city yes manhattan chelsea comma manhattan comma new york city comma new york
1: comma united States of america
0: yeah i was gonna comma, do world i was gonna do the zip code but i don't know it i don't know it's in chelsea <laughs> come see it it's, it'll be a good time
1: we have a correction <laughs>
0: Uh, yes, go ahead and read it. Read it for me. I know it's it's addressing me. It
1: is. It's specifically for Matt, which is why I need to read it. Justice for soft serve from Katie Abate. Mm -hmm. As per usual, I'm very far behind in the pod. And also, as per usual, I have something to say. Mm -hmm. In your popsicles and summer Break app, Matt besperches the name of soft serve. That is the episode in which I talked about my upcoming summer break and how much I love having the summer off.
0: And I talked about popsicles. Yeah.
1: And I just cannot stand for such brazen wrongness, Katie says. Uh-huh. Softy trucks are incredible. Love that vanilla soft serve with rain- rainbow sprinkles for life. And if you have ever had Stu Leonard's st- soft serve, it is elite ice cream. Ride or die for soft serve. Also, listening to a podcast talking about the start of the summer when I'm deep into week two of school is wildly depressing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about summer break? Um, listen, I've had good soft serve myself um
1: you gotta go to stew leonard's apparently
0: i do now i feel like i i owe it i also think she meant to say mr softy trucks uh where she wrote me period softy oh
1: um
0: just saying for for everyone's sake i have a correction to this correction there's a typo in the email i should say mr softy my That's grandfather so used to uh own a, a mr softy truck um i'm not crazy about mr softy though i'm it's that that is among the more boring kinds. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I just don't like soft serve that much.
1: Um, I went to a baseball game with Katie once, and she got soft serve in a baseball cap. That's good. That's all.
0: Those are fun. Those are cute. You can wear them afterwards. They're tiny, but you can wear them. I <laughs> mean,
1: you can. <laughs> um, I like soft serve because I like ice cream.
0: Okay, fair. Um, do you have any plugs? No.
1: Listen to this podcast.
0: Yeah good job getting all the way to the end um all right i don't that's it that's it right i think so check us out on instagram uh twitter facebook, facebook um you know subscribe review rate all those things be our friends be our friends um please all of our socials those are tbd podcast oh you can email us too if you have a correction you want to send in yep. tbd podcast at com. wow haven't plugged that in a while maybe that's why we're not getting more corrections um yeah all right well you know what great talk with you Emily
1: (laughs) Matt great talking with you
0: I've been Matt Armando
1: I have been Emily
0: Riggins and this has been TBD
1: with Matt Emily
0: bye